Whatever. Hope All nobody right, murders me. Well, don't don't issue it like it's a challenge. All right, moving on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Remix podcast, episode fourteen. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the biggest things that I think are going on now. All right, well, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with news? Do you want to go over a couple of the games we've been playing lately? Where would you like to start? Um, I don't know. What, 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 just uh, give me a topic. Slap it on me. Okay, so two of the topics that I wanted to get to was thoughts on No Man's Sky, because I feel like you and I have both, like, given, like, smatterings of thoughts on, like, Twitter and you did that twit longer thing, and like we talked about some in the videos, but I thought it might be good to just do like a recap because I think some people have t- well, so that wanted to talk about Pokemon Go, uh, wanted to talk about a couple TV shows that are coming up, like dork shows. Uh, follow your heart. Follow my heart. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go with Star Trek first, because that's never a bad place to start. So, Stacey's <laughs> safe place is Star Trek. It is my safe place. Uh, all right, and this will actually be a good transition into No Man's Sky, too. So the new Star Trek series is going to be called Star Trek Discovery. I think we talked... We didn't talk about this already, right? Because these notes are from a month ago. I haven't seen the newest Star Trek. Do you hate me? Wait, like the movie or? Yeah. I haven't seen the newest one either. Which is sad. I think I'm at that age where I just don't care anymore. <laughs> well, I don't I don't really go to movies very much. So like I go to like one or two movies a year. So it's it really doesn't say anything about the movie per se, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I spend most of my time like listening to audiobooks and podcasts and working. <laughs> so... Like, me not watching a movie is, like, not really a big deal. Uh, But anyways, that is not going to focus on the Enterprise, but on the ship called Discovery, which is an homage to a ship mentioned on Voyager. The show will launch in 2017, and it will have the premiere on CBS, but then go to CBS's standalone streaming service, which makes me kind of mad because I don't want to sign up for this thing just for Star Trek. You will, though. You will. Well, if but if it costs money, like, you know, I, I don't watch, like, why? Why would I do that? Like, I'm just you know saying what? that you will because you love Star Trek. I know. And I think I also heard whisperings that it was going to have a female lead. Here's the thing. This is how I feel things have gone. So we get rid of cable, and I know what you're about to say. Like, it's starting to add up to the same price as cable. To me, it feels like I'm getting a more personalized experience for my money so I can directly support the things that I want rather than pay $60 to support a million channels that I don't care about. I'd rather pay $60 to, like, five networks that give me what I want. That, oh, does I that make sense? I don't care about the price. Oh, you just, it's annoying? It's just annoying. I, I just, what I don't like is having to pay for a service because of, like, one show. You know what I mean? 
Like, for... I get what you're saying. I just feel like, and I'm not trying to negate what you're saying. It is annoying. I'm just thinking, like, maybe this is opening it up for things like, you know, TV shows like Jessica Jones and stuff where they'll have a female protagonist going through, like, problems that a lot of women go through, and they don't really need to worry too much about it getting good ratings because oh, cause it's going... Oh, because people are paying for it. People are paying for it, and it's able to go for niche markets. Yeah. It's, a, it's able to do that, and those niche markets are willing to go, oh, my God, I'll pay eight ninety nine a month to watch Netflix and get Jessica Jones because that's a niche market that they're going for. And networks, they can't do that because they need to get, like, a billion people watching all the time constantly at a specific time. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Netflix can be like, hey, watch our show plus all of our other content. People are going to think that's a good, a good deal, and they can – specifically get it because network shows they they can only a- appeal to the widest amount of audience at once every hour but uh, Netflix can appeal to everyone all the time constantly because people can choose what they want to watch yeah i mean it's also because like so it's like we've talked about this before with uh female led movies how they'll be like, "Oh, we don't want to invest in a female led movie because it won't succeed." And it's like, "Well, but they don't succeed if you don't invest in them." So like you have Gem and the Holograms which ends up, you know, doing terribly. It had like, no but, holograms. But you but it had but they gave it no funding, so it's like how can you expect them to succeed when you don't fund them at all? Yeah, the reason, okay, so G.I. Joe had a $100 million budget, Gem and the Holograms, $5 million budget, and people, all these, like, geeks were like, well, who even cares about Gem and the Holograms? Who even knows who they were? If you ask any woman who's 25 years old or above, they know who Gem and the Holograms was. Yeah, yeah. And they probably didn't remember who G.I. Joe was. But Gem and the Holograms could have been great if they put fucking holograms in the movie, where they got a special thing where she would touch your earring, use a hologram, and have any outfit she wanted. That's something yeah. that people want to see. That's what the people want. Outfit changes. Could have at least given them, I don't know, $20 million to give them holograms. Okay? Yeah. Like, it's bullshit. It was a $5 million movie. That's the budget of an indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. Sorry. Yep. And now I'm forgetting how I was going to use this as a segue into No Man's Sky. I had a a, segue into No Man's Sky. Initiate. Initiate. Okay. So, um, God, this is bothering me that I I had like a segue for it and now I forget. Segue into No Man's Sky. Can the chat see the game that I'm playing? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, they can. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. uh, My thoughts on the game. I feel like people interpreted, like, what I was... So, I had basically gone on Twitter and said that, you know, a lot of the press is still giving it, like, the triple A, like, oh, it's so amazing. Whoa! You know, like, what they do all the time. Yeah. Even though the game is, like, eh, whatever. And, you know, users are having, like, a much different reaction to it, which is kind of like, hey, you said that there would be lots of stuff in it, and it's not here. (laughs) What the heck? 
And, you know, some people are a lot more mad about it than I am. I, I just feel kinda... like a lot of people are just not being honest with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel <laughs> that like... That makes sense. And I'm not saying that it's not a good game, and I'm not saying that I don't enjoy playing it, but I'm saying, like, they picked a price point of $60, okay? Some people have said, you know, oh, well, it's an indie game that, like, got AAA marketing. And it's like, no, it didn't just get AAA marketing. It got a AAA price tag. When you give a game a price tag of $60 at launch that sets certain expectations about what's going to be in it, they sold, like, an $80 collector's edition for this game, you know? You don't do that unless you think that there's, uh, you know, a significant amount of content in there. And I feel like a lot of people are just kind of like, well, I'm having fun with it, and so it's worth it. And it's like, well, but... but that's not what they said the game was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> like that huge controversy, which I will give them some leniency in that over 200,000 people were playing, so maybe something went wrong. But they said... If two players found themselves in the universe, like they found each other, you could see them. Very yeah. first day, proven wrong. They could not see each other. Yeah. And, you know, also, this, like, this whole thing about how, like, they didn't expect it to blow up so big, it's like he went on a press circuit. He went on talk shows. Yeah, he was on mainstream talk shows, so it's like... Well, you know what? Maybe when he first started the project, he didn't think it would get that big, but then it did. Yeah. I don't know. I just go back to, like, the $60 thing, you know? Like, that's what that's what you pegged your game as being worth. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying it's not fun, but, like, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to charge for something that's basically, you know a mining simulator with, like, some space combat where the controls are, like, kind of okay. And, like, the multiplayer thing is, like, a big... The space combat is terrible! Yeah. For sure. So, anyways, like, I, I don't want it to seem like we're just, like, complaining about it, but I do feel like, you I, know, some I... people... But I do feel like some people have brought up some, like, very valid concerns about, like, the things that are not in the game. And even though there was, like, a lot of hype, you know, I feel like you and I expected it to disappoint and from we the hype. we were still disappointed. Yeah, somehow, still... <laughs> somehow we were expecting to be disappointed, but we were more disappointed than that. Because yeah. it was so barren. I, like, I didn't think it was going to live up to any of the promises they made, and yet I still was like, wow, it's worse than even not expecting what they promised. Yeah. And, so. you know, I've been trying really hard because this game is really popular, so I'm like, okay, I really need to make a video on this because I need to pay my rent, you know, like, have a popular video. So I've been going through the galaxy, collecting lore, making screenshots, it's so boring. Like, I'm trying to relax and, like, learn different languages and stuff. But the way you learn new languages and get um, lore is so repetitive and the same. Yeah. You can sit there for 20 minutes just giving carbon to this guy and asking for new words over and over and over again. Oh, I'm sure you've seen the little video that somebody made at this point where it contrasts, like, 
15 seconds of the game trailer. Of oh, our... with the Jurassic Park theme? Yeah. Yeah. It's and amazing. Then it shows, and then it shows, like, what it actually looks like in the game. And it's, like, a brown planet with this, like, weird, weird looking creature. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, you gotta go find it. It's, like, it's, I, I posted it on Twitter, like, uh... I think yesterday. Yeah, I posted it on Twitter yesterday. Oh my god, it's fucking funny. <laughs> okay, st- one thing Stacy was really concerned about, concerned about, and rightfully so, and that nobody was talking about. Where the fuck is the grass? Where is yeah, it? Yeah, where's, where's the, grass? the grass? I found one planet with grass. And dude, <laughs> nobody has brought it up. I've searched for it everywhere because I honestly was like, is this just something that they didn't put in the PS4 version? Like. Where where is it? Because in every trailer, in all of the press, like the press photos, it shows like these planets, like with wonderful like biodiversity and like plants and grass. And then you actually go to the planets, and it's really just like colored rocks. <laughs> it's I, like if you if you like jump out a few systems. I think somebody came up with, like, if you go into certain different color systems, the planets will be different. But even the systems with some pretty cool biodiversity, it's still weird where you're like, okay, like, because uh, mm. people get on their first planet and they're like, oh, God, I spent, like, 10 hours on my first planet. I was like, yeah, and then you're going to fly your next one, and it's going to look pretty similar because the biodiversity, I think, is clustered. So if you stay in the same... System. Um, system, all the animals are going to kind of look same-ish. And yeah. if you go three systems further, then it'll look completely different. But it's like, I don't know. And I feel like there's no gas giants. There's no ice things. Like, every single planet is the same kind of jive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what else was I going to say? Oh, and you know... It's like, the one thing that I will say, the one thing that's kind of positive about this game is that I think it really does, like, dream big. And although it falls short, it's a really cool starting point for where games could go in the future. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you took a game like this and you put some, like, Bioware writers in there and you fleshed it out... If we just, like... Cause you can this get would be amazing. Yeah, you, you know? could like even a procedurally generated thing where you're like, cause I got married or something, or I think I bought somebody. It was some guy showed me a picture. Somebody? Some guy from like the warrior race, you know, the warrior race who ends up being like they're not warriors for some reason. They're like really nice people. Yeah. <laughs> He's like motioning at me, and I have a high standing with them, and he shows me this picture. That's pretty much saying, like, here's a picture of one of the warrior races, and they look hot. Like, they're like, he looks fertile and blah, 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 uh... with, like, awesome tentacles. And I was like, and I had the option to accept it for them. I was like, I'll just take that for you. I don't know. Oh, we're married. I married that person. Oh, wow. <laughs> but if I could, like, go find them, bang them, make them happy, yeah, make a or... base, have alien babies with them. They said that they're going to be updating it so that you can build bases. But yeah, but it's what, like... what is that? Like, it's so huge that once you leave a system, you're never going to come back because, like, it's, the map is like, what? Because why would you? <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? It would be cool if you could set up a base and like have like set up a farm that earns you resources when you leave. Yeah, or like that makes sense. something like a mining operation and just like set it up and then leave and it just earns money for you in the background. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, that would actually be really useful. Yeah, because then you don't have to um you don't have to mine as much on like planets that you go to. I don't know. That it, it would be cool. They won't do it, but no, of course because, not. Why would they do be, that? Because it's helpful, they won't do it. <laughs> but that's enough about that. I also wanted to talk about Pokemon Go. So, uh, have you been playing? No. I live in the suburbs and you live in the city, so you have, like, a... Dude, see, that's the funny thing, is that, like, I feel like I'm so... I, I, for a second, I'll be like, wow, I'm, like, doing so well at this, like, blah, blah, blah. And then I go to all the gyms around me and everyone's, like, a level 30. And it's like, there's no fucking point. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm a level 19. I'm only saying this because I, I know that other people are playing and I thought it might be fun to share. So right now, my strongest Pokemon, I have a Hypno, Golbat, Flareon, Beedrill, Pidgeot, and uh, Jolteon. And a Bellsprout. Um, and I haven't evolved many things yet, just because, like, I have a lucky egg, and so I'm waiting until I have a bunch of... Mari, oh, you have to post the spreadsheet. Yeah, I came up to her house, and I saw some, like, strange, <laughs> like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's Disturbing. Like... It was disturbing. <laughs> It's like I so I made like a like a sp spray and there's like scribbles all over it. It's like this I made like a, a thing to uh to count like how many different ev evolutions I had so that when I used the lucky egg I could go through as many as possible in the 30 minutes. And so I had, like, written out, like, this many Weedles and that many Weedle candy, and so I have to catch this many. And then I have this many Pidgeys, and so then I need this many candy. And, like, then I wrote down, like, all the other random ones that I had. And so, but then I kept catching more. So there's, like, all these scribbles all over the paper. And, like, you know, st step three, profit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But I did discover that uh, you can evolve, like, around 50 Pokemon in the 30 minutes. So right now I'm currently saving up uh, a bunch more for the next lucky egg that I use. Anyways, in other Pokemon news, a Pokemon Go player was charged after jumping on the subway tracks for a YouTube video. Ugh. But I think that what he was doing is showing it was, like, it's dangerous, so, like, don't do these things. But... Yeah, okay, that's, like, gonna, that's definitely going to change what people think. Don't, t yeah, totally, do that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but I, I don't know, I don't know why people would do that. That just seems like, ah, Oh, by the way, I was wondering, like, does anybody still play Miitomo? Yeah, what's up with that? What's going on? I don't know. It, like, pretty much disappeared. I logged onto it the other day to, like, play around with it, 
and because they introduced like a new mini game where you can uh, redeem. You know how you get all that like candy basically when you play like the little drop game, and mm-hmm. then if you lose, you get candy, and then you're like, what do I do with this? So they introduced like a new mini game where you can like actually do something with it and like I don't know get game tickets back. So, so basically it's just like a giant cycle to keep you playing it longer. Because it's like you redeem the game tickets and you get candy and then you can redeem the candy to get more game tickets. You know. Mhm. Well, yeah, like, that's how they get you. Yeah, it's so not like Pokemon you... at all. Not <laughs> even close. Well, you know, two of my coworkers play it, and we're on the same, we're both on the red team, and so we actually go around on our lunch break and, like, beat up on other gyms. We're going on lunch break, beat up little kids, laugh at them. Pretty much. (laughs) We, like, go around to the other gyms, and we're like, let's take these suckers down. Nerds. (laughs) Fucking nerds. (laughs) So, um, for those of you who are following along with Final Fantasy 15, it has been delayed until November 29th. Um, but the the CG movie Kingsglaive will, I believe, it's still scheduled to arrive digitally in August, uh, and on disc in October. Uh, the director of this movie was also a co-director of Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, which I know is not everybody's favorite movie, but I loved it. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. So. Max Caulfield. What? That's what Max Caulfield says in uh, Life is Strange, and I was like, okay, whatever. Max. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're Max. Oh, yeah, you're Chloe. Mm-hmm. But wonder if Chloe liked... She probably did. Well, I mean, she dies a million times. It's perfect. It's a perfect analogy. <laughs> um, and, oh, I think I talked to you about this before, but American Gods is getting a TV show, which is starring Ricky Whittle, who some of you might re- remember as Lincoln from The 100, which I know you haven't watched, but yeah. Apparently he's hot. He is hot. He is hot. And honestly, he's exactly how I imagined Shadow to look when I was listening to the book on Audible, so... I always imagined him as Vin Diesel, but... Which is, they're very similar. I have, you lo- have you seen Ricky Whittle? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying they're exactly the same, but like same type of same type of deal, you know? They're buff, bald. Buff and bald. <laughs> buff and bald. That's all I need in my life. <laughs> um so I'm actually really looking forward to the show because even though I got annoyed with the book in parts, like the trailer looks really good and they said that they've had to like update parts of it because of, like, advances in technology over the past 10 years, basically. Um, and it something tells me that for the show, they will probably cut the parts of the book that I found to be really annoying, um, which was, like, the super extended dream sequences and stuff like that. No, that seems uh, like something a TV show would love. Well, but I, I feel like 
it'll be more interesting to watch as a TV show instead of it being described to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson, will play media. Media? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to have somebody play media from what I remember of the, of the book. Um, they have some scenes where it's just her as her, but then there's other scenes where it's like her through the television, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Rick and Morty third season is supposed to be quote unquote epic. And so, I, the, I, it's so sometimes it's really fun, but sometimes they're like, and now we're getting dark. See, I know <laughs> that's why I love it so much. Because when it gets dark, I'm like, yeah, this show gets me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know it sounds like. Are you like 14 I'm be- years old? I know it sounds like I'm being facetious, but I'm totally serious. I think I'm. I think my. I think I might secretly be an edge lord. <laughs> secretly? Are you sure it's not for realsies? Like obviously. Uh. Um, what other shows have you been watching lately? Um. What have I been watching? I watched Stranger Things, and then yeah. what did I, I watched. The- the a documentary about the the mafia because mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> you, Mario's like no, Cece. I watch documentaries about conspiracy theories because it makes me feel less paranoid. And I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah. So I think. So if you guys follow us on Twitter, then you've seen us talk about Stranger Things, but uh, it's it's good. I liked it, and I don't want to oversell it because you know I did like it, but it, it's it's got some like pretty sweet uh, nostalgia feel to it that I really liked. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend that. Um, for books, uh, which. As many of you probably know, we are sponsored by Audible, which means that you can go to audibletrial.com slash geekremix and listen to a free book using their app. So I walk around a lot, so I listen to audiobooks because it's easier for me than trying to like find time to sit down with a book. Uh, and since we haven't recorded a podcast for a while, I've actually read a whole bunch of books. Um most notably, probably uh, Shadow and Bone, which is from the Grisha trilogy. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that. Yes, I have actually tried start to start listening to it, but then I got distracted by this one book, which is like, do you ever listen to something that's you that's like super problematic, and then you keep listening to it anyway? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> First Grave on the Right. I just started it. And then I'll I'll tell you guys about a muck after I talk about. It. But first grave on the mar- on on the right. Just started it. Really problematic, but super saucy. Like it has a good storyline, and then it's like also has sex in it, heterosexual mm-hmm. sex though. So it's like, sorry. <laughs> um, but she's like, this. I think she's like the devil's trying to have sex with her or something. But you know mm. he's the devil, so he like does really fucked up shit. Like, but he doesn't, he'll, like, say he's going to do something terrible, but he won't. 
He's just doing it to make her go away. He's just saying it. But it's still, like, fucked up. So if you can handle, like, fucked up romance, Twilight style, then... I don't like Twilight, but I like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. if Fifty Shades of Grey was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that. She's a um, grim reaper, which means she can see the dead, and she helps them move on, and blah, 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 and she works for the police. She can see dead people, blah, 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 and she's, like, super hot and everything. Basically trash, but trash that I like. <laughs> yeah, but trash can be fun. It's, yeah, you know. it's fun trash. And another book that I recommend is Amok. However, I will say that it starts oh, off yeah. with a woman who's very suicidal. She keeps trying to kill herself the whole time. There's another woman who's missing and a hostage you gotta, situation. You gotta tell me who this book is by because it's a famous title for a guy that wrote a book. Uh, you know it's, it's it's like a. Oh, that's right. It's only an audio performance. Yeah, it's an audio right? performance. It's only an audio performance. Yes. So it, it doesn't. I it's that. not in book, and it's been translated. It takes place in Germany. This guy's girlfriend disappears, and she calls him right before the police come and say that she's dead, and that's how it all starts. And then it cuts to this woman laying on the floor, being like, "I'm gonna kill myself, but first, I want to have a diet coke." And then she ends up being the, um, what do you call it, the negotiator for the hostage situation that the guy is doing in order to find his girlfriend. Yeah. And there's a whole thing that goes on and on and on and on. She's just like, when is this day going to be over? And, like, all these mysteries pop up between these two people's lives, and you're like, oh, what's going on? Also, this is kind of stupid, but also it's kind of awesome, like, because it's, you can tell it's written by somebody who's sexually attracted to women because it'll be like, and she was there, and even though she was old and, like, middle-aged and had a child, she didn't have any wrinkles and was still super hot, and she once would have been on, a, on the police force's hot women's calendar, but now she's tired and she has gray circles in her eyes, but she's still hot and wearing sexy lingerie. And then it'll describe a guy and go, he had blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, okay, cool. Calm like, down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was – it starts off stupid, but then I got, like, really into it, and then it would be like, okay, I got it. They're, the woman is hot. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, every single female character is the sexiest person in the world, and then I don't even know what the male characters look like. <laughs> that kind of – it kind of bothers me. <laughs> When yeah. that happens, like, it's one thing if you describe, like, both or, like, all genders that way, but I don't like it when it's very one-sided and it's kind of like, okay. Well, like in the Black Tapes podcast where they were trying to describe an attractive person and they just named off attractive celebrities and, and said, it's a mixture of those people. And I was like, okay, who wrote it's this? Like, it's like James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, what? James Bond is hot. Okay, he looked like James Bond and um, Brad Pitt. And I was like, who wrote this? Yeah. And I was like, you don't know how to describe a person without describing them, like, in terms of somebody else? No, and it was supposed to be a hetero woman describing a man she was attracted to. It was very strange. Yeah. 
So I the I haven't listened to it yet, but the season finale of that show was just on. I haven't watched it either, so no worries. Listened. Listened. Whatever. Unless I watched it with my else. mind's eye. Uh, have you been watching the? This is like a total side question, but have you been watching the Olympics at all? Nope. Ah. I kind of like watching it because it makes me like. I don't know, reminisce a little bit about playing sports. <laughs> For some reason, I played sports like crazy as a teenager, and now I just, like, something about it makes me, like, I don't know. Just kind of ambivalent? Yeah, I just don't care. I guess it's like when I see, when I see people, like, uh, win or get really excited, I don't know like shows of sportsmanship and stuff, it kind of like, it it gets to me a little bit, you know? Because it's like, I remember what it was like when teams that I were was on like won championships and stuff. And it's just like, oh, I remember that feeling, you know? What? There are My Little Pony figurines? Of course there are. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Like people, fashion dolls. What do you mean fashion dolls? Like, I don't understand. Kind of, kind of like Barbies, but inspired by my little pony i need to show you this okay oh wait i know what you're talking about that's what the kissing game we had was what the kissing game remember but those are but those are like horse people what all right i just put the i put the link in the chat so that people can see it because <laughs> i feel like this is confusing um anyways Moving on. Uh, oh, shit. I had a document open, and it's gone. Oh, okay. So, uh, I don't think we've talked yet about the Amazon store, even though that's not done. Uh, it will be upcoming, so that way people who don't want to do Audible or can't for whatever reason, uh, but still want to purchase the books that we recommend you can find them on our Amazon store and we get, you know, you can still support us that way. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys ever want to see the other books that I've recommended, you can find me on goodreads.com slash geekremix a lot. And that, and there's more books on there than what I've mentioned on the podcast, because I tend to just mention like ones that I think the would people would like on the podcast, but I've definitely read other ones too. Um, Wanted to mention, uh, thank you everybody for five star ratings on iTunes. Like, I feel like I'm months late to this, but I went on iTunes like just out of curiosity, and I was like, oh, I wonder what our rating is on iTunes. And people said a bunch of nice stuff about us. So if you did that, thank you so much. Yeah, I did. Um, thanks. That is like it's one. It's just incredibly nice, and two, it helps like other people find the podcast. So if you haven't given us a rating, that would be awesome. But, you know, don't feel pressured if you don't want to. Um, and then there were a couple questions that I wanted to get to if you had no other news to talk about. Nope, no news. Okay, so first question is, after watching your No Man's Sky Let's Play, I was wondering if you and Mari ever felt the need to be alone by playing open world games like Skyrim since games like that can sometimes give you a relaxing sense of isolation in a faraway location. Yes. 
Yeah. I prefer to play open world games by myself instead of let's playing them because they're so hard to let's play, but they're easy for me to play by myself. Or to stream. Let's playing an uh, open world game is hard, but streaming it is easy because when I'm streaming, there's no pressure for me to, like, be cool. And I can also talk to the chat and, you know, get instant feedback on what they mm -hmm. want. But I like to play by myself and, like, have my own little RP thing. I think yeah. I... Like, playing Skyrim, even the romance mod, has just made me want to start my own little new playthrough. If, if, as you guys can see, I've been spending the past hour customizing my character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, when we, when we Let's Played No Man's Sky, uh, you know, it was, like, pretty disappointing. And then when I went and played it by myself, I was like, oh, you know, I could totally waste time here, you know? It just, like, it feels there's, like, a pressure with a Let's Play because it's, like, pre-recorded content. People are expecting, like, a certain level of entertainment value, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, when people hang out on a stream, people can also talk to each other in the chat. So they don't really expect you to be as, I don't know, the game doesn't have to be as, like, whoa, like, what's going on? You, does that make sense? Yeah. I, I'm not using very good words for this, but, you know. You can pick something that's a little more casual and, like, you know, if you want to wander around or do character creation for an hour, like, that's that's fine to do by yourself and fine to do on a stream, but, you know, it's a little trickier to do in a pre-recorded video. So... Uh, and then this next qu these next uh, questions are kind of like three-part questions. So the first one is, what are the traffic lights in space? How do ships know when to cross a section without hitting each other? And where the heck, where in the heck is the bathroom on the Enterprise? Where the where's the bath? They have a bathroom on the Enterprise. Where is they? it? Where is it? I mean, the, maybe they just don't talk about it. Where is it, Mari? Everyone probably has their own bathroom, and then there's public bathrooms. Where's the bathroom on the Enterprise, Murray? <laughs> Do you ever see that comic of Riker um, using the teleporter to pee where he is and have it land in the toilet? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but if you guys haven't seen, uh, what is it called? I think it's called... Okay, it's called Chief O'Brien at Work. If you guys have watched Star Trek Next Generation and can imagine, like, some of the mundane nature of uh, Chief O'Brien's job of just, like, standing in the transporter room and waiting for everybody, this is uh, it's a pretty funny comic that you can find just, like, if you Google it. It's, it, it's like, it's, I don't know, it's just... It's funny. Um, what do you think? What do you think the traffic lights are like in space? Well, I think it's kind of like Cowboy Bebop, where it's like you don't know what's going on, but clearly the characters do. Maybe I don't know where the lights are everywhere in Cowboy Bebop. Bebop, whenever they're like going into new planets, there's like these like interplanetary highways with all these like neon billboards in space. I'm sure it's like that. 
Or we all die. Whatever. I think it's kind of, it's like, it's like with radar in, in ships, you know, how it's like you can, they can sense each other moving through space. So, you know, if you look at like a, a plot of the space that's around you, you can see where you, where your ship is in relation to other ones. And that's how, but I also bet there are probably some pretty nasty collisions because people don't know what the fuck is going on. You know? Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, space is so huge that statistically there wouldn't really be a, an issue with that, but. Well, I don't know. People say that you can't find each other in space and then it happens in a day, so. Well, you got a, you got a point there, Stacy. <laughs> you have a point there. So, she got I don't me. Know. 18 quintillion planets and people still manage to find each other, so. Anyways. Alright, next question is Dragon Age or Mass Effect? Oxen Free or Firewatch? Heavy Rain or Indigo Prophecy? Um. Can you repeat that? Okay, so it's three sets of games. Oh, Dragon, okay. Dragon Age or Mass Effect. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> That's a tough one. Continue. Oxen Free or Firewatch. Mm-hmm. And Heavy Rain or Indigo Prophecy. Let's see. I think... I like Heavy Rain more than Indigo Prophecy because they tried harder and made a worse product. Yeah, that's... Heavy Rain is definitely my favorite out of those two. Yeah, because they tried harder and it was worse. Oh, they tried so hard and that's why it's so funny. And uh, between Firewatch and Oxenfree, I think I would choose Oxenfree because there's a little bit more going on. And between Mass Effect and Dragon Age, I'm not sure. Mass Effect had more Oof. more solid games. No, maybe it didn't. But, uh... But, I like, mean... it really depends because in Mass Effect you can connect to these characters over the trilogy and you're the same person. And in Dragon Age, you're three different people, three heroes. Yeah. So it's hard. But Dragon Age Inquisition was saucy. And, uh... I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Those two are hard to compare because, hmm. I guess I would choose Mass Effect because Dragon Age 1 and 2 were so hard to get into. And Inquisition was the only one that was easy to get into. While all three Mass Effect games were relatively easier to get into and get connected. I think I just, you know, I think I like your point that and I and I don't think I have, I would have thought to describe it this way myself, but now that you say it, I agree with it that like you are one person throughout the Mass Effect trilogy, and that makes it so that it's like one big long story, whereas Dragon Age feels a lot more segmented. Technically, uh, Dragon Age is one big long story, but it has you have to like think about it a lot more. I know it's one story, but you're different. You're playing it from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So it makes it feel like different parts of the same story. Oh. So you, 
it's kind of like if you had played, if you had, if Game of Thrones, <laughs> Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, if that was like all from Arya's perspective, as opposed to from everyone's perspective, like how would that change the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you liked the character of Arya and you were able to really get behind it, then I would imagine that it could make the story feel strong to you. Um, I really liked Firewatch, but I... Like, visually, I think Firewatch was, like, I was able to get into it much more, but the story of Oxenfree and, like, the amount of stuff that are that's going on is really cool. Sometimes I think it's really unfair because Firewatch got this huge E3 announcement, and I don't think Oxenfree did or something yeah. like that. And for some reason, people are all about Firewatch but not about Oxenfree. I'm like, but Oxenfree is way better in my opinion, in terms of having stuff. Having stuff in it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about today? Were there any questions that people have been asking you lately? Mm, nothing that pops up to me right now. Um, let me see. Of course, people know that we've been playing that we played the uh, Skyrim romance mod, which was like holy crap. A lot of people don't like it because you know Bishop's a piece of trash. But remember, it is a fantasy. It's not something we would choose in real life. But you know, it kind of bugs me that people would get on it. They're not. Ups- they're not offended by it. They're just like, this isn't my thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's they're just like, I don't get. Like- because, you know? like, we said from the very beginning that, you know, this isn't for everybody. It's like when I recommended uh, those, like, erotica books. No, those are not for everybody. Those are not for everybody. You know? Mm-hmm. Like. It's okay and... to like trash so long as you let everyone else know. This is trash, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, don't do it if. You can't handle it. Yeah. Uh, I like that everybody's been enjoying all the shitty look videos of those girl games. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah. Oh, my computer's almost done. Yeah, I finished it. I finished building Stacy's computer. I'm going to put Skyrim on it or something. I don't know. Probably Skyrim because I have an extra copy of that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I put a GTX 980 in it, um, 32 gigs of RAM, I Core i7, a Core i5, so she should be fine for well a while. Sorry, a dragon blue fire on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so Stacy should be good for a while, and she'll be able to start streaming pretty much any game you guys want her to stream. I'm gonna put Star put Stardew Valley on there. Stacy will be gone for years. Pretty much. Yeah, because you really wanted to play that, didn't you? Yeah, I was really sad that I couldn't play it. But I will say that uh, now that I've gotten more into Pokemon Go, I've just, like, not wanted to play anything else. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is that I can play it, like, I can talk to other people about it, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, my coworkers and I uh, will, like, <laughs> will be like, I, I just caught an Eevee in the conference room. 
Yeah, the social aspect of it, I think, is what's really winning it over. Because everyone has a common ground to talk about something now. Yeah. It's just, like, you... It, it always surprises me, like, how many people are playing it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, oh, and for people that aren't aware, I went to a Renaissance fair this past weekend... Uh, I did mention it on the Skyrim video, but I got a feather crown, and it was just really exciting. So, oh, what was your favorite Dragon Age romance? Oh, God, that's so hard. Why would you ask such a hard question? The chat asked it because I said, do you have any more questions? God, they're all so saucy. I don't know. They might have been asking somebody else, but I think we should answer it. (laughs) That's hard. Okay, so... I, the, the Fenris, uh, rivalry romance is, like... The gay one? Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty trashy and amazing. He's like, no! I I don't! I I can't! You don't (laughs) understand me! And you're like... Oh, wow. And I love how Stacy, the other day, was like, I don't get it. What's with this fantasy of a guy who, like, treats you like shit and hates everybody? And I was like, what about Fenris? And you're like... No, 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 that's not what I said. I said, why is that the most popular one? But that's your favorite one. <laughs> but I know, but I'm just saying, like, that. Uh, that's to not Sundere? like... To Sundere? What? To, to Sundere. Is, there, is well, that how you say it? Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like the way I appreciate seeing it is, like, just a tiny bit different than the way it's portrayed most commonly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's usually portrayed very, like, macho and not to Sundere, but, uh, and sorry for saying that wrong. Sarcastic asshole with a heart of gold? Yeah, like, sarcastic asshole, like, sometimes, like, really aggressive or, like, oh, I need to claim you as mine, like, that type of thing. And that's not quite how I would want it to be, but I don't know. I was more questioning, like, why is that the fantasy that, like, they always choose for women? Like, why is that the one? Is that really the most common one? Or is that just, like, is that just, like, some dude was like, that's what women want, and now that's what we get? Hmm. You know? I don't know, because that is the thing that makes uh, my vagina respond, so. Maybe it's one of those things where, um... You know, no, see, when you're I, younger, you want something stupid. I don't know. No, it's like I when always, guys play Honey Pop and they're turned on, but that's not what they really want, maybe? <laughs> uh, I always go for the one that, like, is dark and brooding and kind of treats you like crap and probably betrays you. And I'm, you know, thinking specifically of a couple characters that just, like, in, like, books that I've read lately where it's like oh my god it this person like turns out to be the most problematic character and I saw it coming and still had a crush on them anyway and like but the character they set you up to like is the like the nice one that like takes are you talking care. about um red queen yeah yeah but it's that I one. knew that guy was no good I know and I liked him anyway <laughs> I was like, this seems like oh. bullshit. This seems like bullshit. And then there's that one t- that one thing. That one thing. You know what I'm talking oh. about. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Thing. The thing. The thing. If you guys have read the books, you guys know what I'm talking about. That thing. And then you're like, what? 
That's I mean, so like, wrong, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Somebody is... was somebody was asking me. They were like, they were like, who's your favorite character in those books? And I was like, the most problematic one, of course. The one that's the worst. The one that's the worst. <laughs> we were like, no, don't do it. The whole time I'm like, girl, don't do it, don't do it. But then I was like, but maybe do it. Maybe maybe join that person. <laughs> Oh man! And then I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, do that." <laughs> so, well, I think that is about all the stuff I had to talk about today. This is like a little bit short. We're only at fifty-seven minutes, I think. All right. But... So, so tell me, what do you think of Bishop so far? I thought we were at the end of it. Is this no, not he's got to, like, ask us to marry him or something, and then we get married on, like, next to a magical tree or something. I don't know. So the thing is, is that I always, like, flip-flop between being, like, oh, I'm, like, kind of into this, like, and then he'll, like, say a certain thing, and I'll just be like, fuck you. Like, you can't say that to me. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, okay, so he's based off of this, like, chaotic evil character in Neverwinter Nights 2, because I looked it up. Oh, he's don't like, tell me that. That's even better. Okay, so, no, he's supposed to be evil. He's not supposed to be a good person. So now I guess you're fully in. You're like, oh, no, he's supposed to be evil? We have no... Yeah. There's no... <laughs> now I'm totally into it. <laughs> because I read up on him. He's just an evil guy. He's just bad. That's, like, the worst thing you could say. It's like, oh, this character's chaotic evil, and then it's like my body just responds to it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was, like, watching it, and I was like, oh, wait. Okay, so it's not like we're trying to pretend he's, like, secretly good. He's just evil, but only likes you. And I yeah. was like, yes. That's even better. <laughs> this is That's better. better. So better. now you're into it because you're like, oh, he's. we're not trying to pretend he's a good person? He's just a bad person? Okay. He's just a bad person? Perfect. <laughs> I'm he's into evil it. and only likes me? Great. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Isn't that great? No, he's chaotic evil, and uh, Casavir was in that game too, and they hated each other, and that's why they're like, I just know him from a different place or something, because this is supposed to be like oh. after Neverwinter Nights 2, where they like go to Skyrim or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. It's great. So, obviously, now I have extremely elaborate... Fantasies about Fantasies it. about it? With him and Casavir. Then coming uh -oh. to terms with the fact that they're attracted to men and women and they don't know how to rectify that and I'll, I'm like, I'll help you. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they're I, like, I, I've always hated you, but it's because I've always been attracted to you and I'm like, Haha. And I just can't deal with it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's just, uh, you know, it's like, I made my vows! I'm so confused, and I'm like, it's okay, Casavir. It's okay. Oh, um, on a totally separate note, did you see that, uh, so, excuse me. Hot. <laughs> totally. So, Intel is, created a all-in-one virtual reality headset that's, like, completely cordless. Cordless, huh? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a prototype for 
an all-in-one virtual reality headset and it contains all of the computational and graphic power it needs on board. Great, now I feel like an asshole for getting an no, HTC Vive. I, I don't think that it'll be uh, commercialized for a bit, so... Oh, you know what I need to do? I need to play those HTC Vive porn games. Like, how good are they? Like, can can we get the modding scene on on that so I can fuck video game characters? I really think that would make it sell, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not being, like... Doesn't it already exist? What? Fucking video game Wait characters? Wait a second. D hold on. This headset, from what I'm reading, does not require you to use controllers. Ugh, I don't understand. Like, just you just use hand gestures. Nope, instead. that always ends badly. That always ends badly. Wow. But, I mean, I'm sure that's where it's headed, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it's going to be only on your head and only use hand gestures, that means that's going to be, like, way too many. That's just too much on the processing power. That's like when people try to do the connect. It's not going to work out. I don't believe in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're just jelly. Yep, that's it. I'm just jelly. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Hold well, on. In any case. I need to fix my okay. audio cord. One second. You sound like a robot. 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 Something's wrong with my audio. Let's end this stream. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Do I sound better? No. Bye.